Hello and welcome to the Spectrum Tuition Podcast, where we give you practical advice on how to navigate the Victorian education system and help your child take their skills to the next level. And now, here's your host, Twee Fam. Hi there, and welcome to the very first episode of the Spectrum Tuition Podcast. My name is Twee Fam, and I'm the founder of Spectrum Tuition. I want to thank you for taking the time to listen. Before we dive into the episode, I want to just do a really quick brainstorming session. The first thing I want you to do is to think about the very best teacher you've ever had. Think of the teacher who shaped your life the most. He or she was likely very passionate about teaching, prepared interesting and engaging lessons, was caring, encouraging, and guided you through the subject matter in such a way that you felt inspired to learn. Do you have someone in mind? The teacher who really stood out for me was my year one teacher. I remember doing a piece of work one day and I brought it to her to check. She told me that it was too messy and that I should redo it. I remember seeing that the writing was not on the lines, so I tried a little bit harder. I brought it back to her and she told me that while it was better, again, I had to redo it because I had misspelt some words and some letters were messy. This time, I tried really hard so I wouldn't have to do it again. Looking back now, I'm grateful that this teacher pushed me to produce my very best work at such an early age and didn't just accept mediocre work. I always took pride in my work and this attitude towards my studies guided me to always do my best. Now what I want you to do is think of a teacher who would sit at the opposite end of the spectrum. A teacher you may have had who frankly shouldn't even be teaching. On our blog, we talk about a year two student whose teacher told the girl's parents that she'll never catch up to the other students and that she will always be behind. So at the age of seven, this teacher had doomed this student to a life of failure. We'll link to this article in the show notes. Or we've all had those teachers who just tell you to work through the examples from the book and just sit at the front of the class at their desk in case you have any questions. But the problem is that you are so lost with the content that you don't even know what question to ask. Unfortunately, your child's experience at school can vary considerably from one year to the next. One year, they may have an absolutely incredible experience and make leaps and bounds with their work. And the very next year, you may find that they are not progressing at the same rate as they had previously. I experienced this firsthand when I was on my teaching rounds at uni. I'd just come from an amazing experience at a school where my supervising teacher was knowledgeable, creative, passionate, and there was a consistent program that was delivered across all the classes in the year level. While I was given the freedom to be creative with my lessons, I still had to work within the program that had been set. There were morning meetings where the teachers were briefed about any program changes so everyone knew what was going on, and the teachers communicated and discussed strategies to help any student that was struggling. The quality of work was consistent across the different classrooms, and the standard was high. I was utterly inspired by this school and by my supervising teacher. In fact, many of the things I experienced at this school I've brought back and have implemented at Spectrum Tuition. Buzzed about having such a positive experience and having such high expectations, I was shocked when I started my next teaching round. For one, half the students in Year 5 still didn't know their two times tables. I remember a point when I sat down with my supervising teacher and asked her what the plan was for the coming week. She told me that I was free to do whatever I wanted to. While it was great that I was given the freedom to do as I pleased, 
As a beginning teacher, I wanted some guidance on how to plan the educational program for these students and to give them a sense of continuity. What had they covered previously? Where would my lessons fit in the overall plan? What if I taught something that had already been covered? The teacher's response in relation to the last question? They probably wouldn't remember anyway. The teacher proceeded to pull out a copy of the entire curriculum and said, here, pick whatever you like. At the time, I knew that the NAPLAN was just over two weeks away, so I suggested that perhaps I could focus on this while I was there. Her response? It's two weeks away. It's too late to do anything now to prepare. Ten teaching days is all we have at Spectrum to successfully implement an entire term's worth of work that aligns directly with the Victorian curriculum, and here we had a teacher who had already given up. It was at this very moment that I made it my mission to provide a structured and consistent program to give any student who is willing to learn a fighting chance to succeed. As soon as my teaching round ended, we began the process of rebuilding our entire curriculum from scratch and have been refining and improving upon it since. We needed to ensure that if students weren't getting a consistent learning experience at school, they can get it at Spectrum tuition, irrespective of their background. For many, it's difficult to understand how inconsistent and fragmented the Australian education system really is. While some students are fortunate to receive a fantastic high-quality education at schools that support the teachers with a structured program and resources, others, unfortunately, do not get that same opportunity. At the moment, the onus is largely on individual teachers to design and set the program for their students, and the standards can vary considerably from one school to the next, and even from one teacher to the next within that same school. As we found with the brainstorming activity at the start of this episode, students can have a completely different experience in a particular year at school based on the teacher who just happens to be teaching them. If you have an enthusiastic, knowledgeable and passionate teacher, great, but what if you don't? Additionally, the majority of teachers are incredibly overworked. When teachers are spending their nights and weekends marking work, then planning the classes the night before, or in some cases, the morning before, for so many students at varying levels, how can we expect a quality education for our kids? On top of this, some schools also have open plan classrooms similar to open plan offices with no doors separating the classes. A lot of these classes are also composite classes where teachers may need to manage the learning needs of up to 60 students with varying abilities with only maybe one or two other teachers. Not only do they need to plan for the varying abilities, they also need to control the behaviour, noise and distractions. It's no wonder up to half of all Australian teachers leave the profession after the first five years due to burnout and many other passionate teachers are leaving the profession in droves. A link to this article is in the show notes. Why isn't there a better system for teachers to work within and why aren't they given more support so they don't have to reinvent the wheel every year, every month or even every day? Until that time comes, we've spent the past 18 years offering students a structured and consistent system to deliver the Victorian curriculum to students through our weekend classes. Over the years, we've helped thousands of students from opposite ends of the spectrum succeed at school. Students who struggle to keep up with their classmates at school and also students who are so bright that their mainstream schools struggle to keep up with them. We start with a free assessment where we test students over three year levels. So if your child is in year five, we would give them the year four to year six test to see if there are any gaps and also to see whether your child is capable to be extended further. We then place your child in a class based on their ability 
and they would follow a structured and consistent program which will give them the right amount of challenge. For example, we currently have a student in year two who is currently studying year six, and at the same time, we've got a student in year 10 who is currently studying year eight. Through my experiences, I've developed a unique insight on how to best cater to students from these two extremes, as well as gain a wider understanding of how the Australian education system works from the inside, and this is what this podcast is all about. We currently have five centres in Melbourne, Footscray, Hoppers Crossing, St Albans, Keysborough, Oakley, and two opening in 2019, Brunswick and Broadmeadows. Through our structured courses, we help students develop confidence at school, as well as prepare them for scholarship and selective schools exams. If you want to learn more about our programs and how we can provide a more consistent learning experience for your child, book in for a free assessment and consultation by visiting www.spectrumtuition.com. Now back to the show. So in today's episode, I'll go through how to maximize your study time using the Pomodoro technique. Let me describe a common scene. A student is sitting at her desk. She has an essay to write and a blank page in front of her. She knows she has to have the essay finished before bedtime, which is three hours away. She sits and stares at her page. She decides she needs to go and get a snack. After her snack, she returns to her desk. She scribbles down a few notes, but then she gets restless and starts checking her social media page. She decides that it's time for a break. She gets up to get a glass of water and watches a bit of TV before returning to her desk. She stares at the page. The enormity of her task weighs on her mind. Her heart beats loudly as the hours slip by and very little work gets done. Does this sound familiar? When students are faced with large tasks, the prospect of working for long periods of time gets overwhelming. Without a sense of structure or a clearly defined end in sight, students find themselves easily distracted. After all, the human brain isn't designed to sit in one spot for hours on end, focusing on a single task. So is there a better way? Actually, there is. In the 1980s, productivity expert Francesco Cirillo pioneered what he referred to as the Pomodoro technique. This technique gets its name from the Pomodoro or tomato-shaped timer that Cirillo kept on his desk. When he needed to get an important job done, he would follow these simple steps. A printable PDF of the steps and worksheet is available in the show notes. Step one, decide on the task to be done. For example, study for a maths test. Step two, Decide on how much time you will allocate to the study session. For example, two hours. So draw four circles on a piece of paper or to make it a bit more visual, you can get four counters or four paper clips and clip them to the top of a piece of paper. Step three, break this up into three smaller goals and write them down in your diary or notebook. For example, goal one, open your maths exercise book and find all the questions you answered incorrectly. Redo all these questions in a separate exercise book so you can then focus on these more difficult questions. Goal two, create a one-page summary sheet or flashcards with formulas and sample problems. Goal three, do a practice exam. Step four, set the timer to 25 minutes. Step five, focus on the first task. So it's important to be very clear that focus means no distraction at all. Do not allow yourself to check your phone, go to the kitchen, or speak to anyone while you are in Pomodoro. In fact, one of my tutors shared a genius technique that she used to stay focused. She wanted to get 99.95 as her ATAR so she could get into medicine. So she made her phone lock code 9995 
So when she found that she mindlessly grabbed for her phone while she was getting distracted, this simple act of typing 9995 into her phone helped her stay focused on her goal and stopped her from getting distracted. For the record, she achieved 99.35 and is currently studying medicine. Step 6. End work when the timer rings and cross off the first circle on the piece of paper or move one of the paper clips from the page. There are also specific apps or programs that deal specifically with this Pomodoro technique. Alternatively, you can simply just type in pomodoro-tracker.com into a new browser window as you work. We'll link to this in the show notes. Step seven, take a short break, three minutes or five minutes, where you can do whatever you want. For example, you can now answer the text message. You can now go on social media. You can now have a bathroom break. You can now get a drink. Then once the three-minute break is up, set your timer again. Step eight, after you do all four Pomodoros, take a longer break. And this is where you can go for a walk. You can have a meal. Step nine, follow these steps until the job is done or until the time allocated to do your work ends. The great thing about the Pomodoro technique is that it's a very practical way to break your larger goal into smaller, manageable chunks. It's much easier to work for 25 minutes knowing that a break is on its way, rather than trying to work consistently for hours on end and frankly finding that you actually haven't been able to get any real work done due to procrastination. By setting smaller and more achievable goals, you make it much more likely that you will succeed. The important thing to remember is that if you are in Pomodoro, you cannot get distracted. You cannot get up. You cannot go to the bathroom. You cannot answer a phone call or answer a text message until the timer goes off. If you find that your mind wanders, look at your timer and tell yourself, okay, so there's only five minutes or three minutes left until break. I can do it. You must push through and work continuously through Pomodoro until the timer runs out. If you're just starting out, Maybe aim to just do two Pomodoros or two 25-minute uninterrupted focus sessions just one day in the first week. Build up to three Pomodoros and more if you can. Compare how much more work you can get done in just one hour compared to three hours previously. If you have a very large project or during school holidays, for example, particularly for VCE students who are preparing for exams, you can build up to five to ten Pomodoros within the day. In fact, When you get the hang of using this technique, you can set a daily goal for yourself. For example, 10 Pomodoros spaced out all throughout the day. You can't go to bed until you have completed all the Pomodoros. For younger students, shorten the Pomodoro time to 7 to 10 minutes to start, then build up to longer sessions as they build up their stamina. You might want to get an inexpensive sand or water timer to give your child a more concrete and tactile experience so they can be motivated to finish their work before the timer runs out. This technique is not just useful for kids, it's also useful for adults. Set Pomodoros to do meal planning, laundry, or even your taxes. The possibilities are endless. Just avoid this technique for activities you usually do in your free time. It takes almost no effort to get started today with the Pomodoro technique. All you need is a timer, a piece of paper, a couple of paper clips, and a pencil to track your Pomodoros. Now you may be thinking, I've got so many things I need to do each week. How do I decide what to focus on first? Well, you're in luck because in the next episode, I'll go through how I prioritize my tasks to give you tips on how you can manage your time more effectively. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss it. Until then, enjoy the rest of your day and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye for now.
You've been listening to the Spectrum Tuition Podcast, the only podcast for parents who want to help their children take their skills to the next level. If you love this episode, head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate and leave a review. It's very much appreciated and will help other parents like yourself learn more about the Victorian education system. If you're ready to take your child's skills to the next level, book a free assessment today at www.spectrumtuition.com. See you on the next episode.